0: Here we go with hour number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehudeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer, Mr. Motivated today. Ever since he got on TV at the Collaborative Lab, he's got an attitude like, you know what, I'm done with radio. I want to do TV. Leave the attitude at the door. Inside this hour, Clayton Safety for the Wolverine.com on second place, Michigan. Take it on Illinois tonight in Champaign, Urbana. Wolverine stand alone in second place after Maryland and Northwestern got beat last night. I believe with the win, Michigan would be 12 and eight, or excuse me, 12 and seven. In second place in the Big Ten. Even if they would lose at Indiana, still 12-8. and They're a lock for the tournament. This garbage that they're on the bubble. Oh, because he lost to Central Michigan. That was early in the year. They're back on the powertrain. Talk to Clayton Safey. Matt Shepard, TV voice for Bally Sports Detroit. For your Motor City Bengals, your Detroit Tigers. Spring training baseball conversation with Shep here at about 20 minutes. Jeff Resden will check in from Indy and in the NFL Combine. Mozzie Smith is Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. Tweeted out. He's gonna wait until Michigan's pro day to finish his combine workout. Dan Campbell said it earlier today. You're judging guys on all the tape. You got every ounce of tape on those players from their high school days through college. Workouts and more. I like the NFL Combine because we're talking about the NFL. There's no football right now. Yeah, we're close to March Madness. Some of the minor, mid-major conference tournaments. We get it going next week with the Big Ten tournament down in Chicago. So Risden will give us is Rizzy and the Hizzy, what to expect this weekend at the NFL Combine, connected to the Lions and the rest of the league. Rizden, by the way, is a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can find on YouTube and also follow him at Jeff R i s d o n on Twitter, lionswired.com. Lions, NFL columnist. Bill Hobson will join us later. Pro golf thinking about having some events where there's no cut. Smaller fields. It's all about TV, wanting to keep the big names there. It's ridiculous. It is, but they're trying to cater to the big names. They don't want them to go to Live Tour, but the Live Tour is getting no traction. They, they just didn't do the marketing, TV, everything right out of the box. They have all that Saudi fund money around $600 billion in that fund. And they rolled it out by grabbing all these big names, but they didn't have a TV deal. Yeah, there's apps, websites, marketing, social networks, none of that. All that money. And, and they had garbage marketing. All, all those names they signed. You know, I'll give the PGA Tour credit. It may be a little country clubish at times, but they know how to market. And that full swing on Netflix is must-see TV, you don't even have to be a golfer or golf fan because the drama behind the scenes in the soap opera on how these guys, remember, they're competing against each other. I told Superfly, I got around to it, you know. But then once I went to Florida for a week, hung out with Rez and his wife Cindy, played a few rounds of golf, all of a sudden you get the fever, the golf fever. I got the golf fever. So I'll watch the rest of that this weekend. Now we did throw out our Bud Light huge question of the day. Who's the team MVP right now for Michigan State of Michigan? I think that's a similar tough question on both sides. Is it, is it Dickinson? Is it Bufkin? Is it Jet for how he played early? Am I crazy to think it's Bufkin right now or Dickinson? Michigan State? Walker? Who? You know, Hoggard with the assist the other night, but who's your team MVP? That, that kind of sums up both teams. Speaking of Michigan basketball, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.coms joining us. By the way, if you do want to answer our Bud Light huge question of the day, team MVP for Michigan State and Michigan Hoops Uh, You can drop in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, or add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. Last $2 beer, $2 dog night at Van Arena in downtown GR, 6 p.m. until halftime. $2 beers, $2 dogs tonight. With the Grand Rapids Gold final Thursday home game. They do have three games remaining. Get your tickets at the Van Andel Arena box office, Ticketmaster.com, and follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Speaking of Twitter, I do follow Clayton Safey. Like I mentioned, from the Wolverine.com, he's standing by. How are you doing, Clayton? I'm doing well. It's amazing you're able to sell all those ads just for my segment. It is, man. It's like, it's unbelievable. The show is Extremely popular right now.
1: Oh, no, for sure.
0: It I'm is, excited. man. Yeah. $2 beers, $2 dogs. Don't you have a bunch of friends who still live at home here in the Grand Rapids area who could go to that $2 beer, $2 dog night tonight? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good call. You got to give him a them a text. Off. You got to say, look, $2 beers, $2 dogs, 6 p.m. until halftime tonight at Van Andel Arena with the Grand Rapids Gold. Okay. You just wake Aye. up from a nap. No, I'm here. Okay, I'm I do not want to make it. It's Michigan, combine. Illinois tonight. It's a big game.
1: I know. Unfortunately, I will not be able to go for the $2 beer, $2 dogs, but it's a huge game for Michigan tonight, as you said. A uh, must-win type of game.
0: Are you going to the game or just going to watch it on TV? Watch it on TV. we got Combine going
1: on. we got basketball going on. Kind of at the same time, a little overlap. So, lots going on over at the Wolverines.
0: So, what's going to happen tonight? I think uh, second place Michigan, they stand alone after... Maryland and Northwestern lost last night. That's kind of crazy to think. Just It was less than a month ago. Hey, Juwan Howard's on the hot seat. He can't coach this team. Dickinson's uninspired. Jed Howard's a ball hog. I mean, it go down the list, and here they are in second place alone. But we're still talking about them being a bubble team. That's crazy, Clayton. It is. And, you know,
1: what you're talking about with just how things can change speaks to letting things play out. I mean, there are swings in a basketball season. Juwan Howard's on the hot seat, according to a vocal minority of fans, I will say, a month ago. But then now here they are, and they're the hottest team in the Big Ten. You look at Purdue, I mean, I still think Matt Painter's probably going to win Big Ten Coach of the Year, and Zach Eadie's going to win Big Ten Player of the Year, perhaps National Player of the Year. But they're kind of backing in here to uh, the postseason. or backing into a Big Ten title. They can earn uh, the title outright if they beat Wisconsin in Madison tonight. But Michigan technically has a mathematic chance to uh, earn a share with Purdue which is crazy to say. Uh, Two really tough games coming up, though. I mean, Illinois tonight and then Indiana on Sunday. Uh, I think Michigan's got a good chance in this game. Uh, You know, Illinois is going to be juiced up. Uh, They're desperate for a win as well. They want to kind of turn things around a little bit. They're going to be without their point guard, though. Jaden Epps, who suffered a concussion in practice a couple days ago, Uh, so it doesn't sound like he's going to be able to go. Uh, And I wonder how that affects Illinois, which is already a team that's been super up and down this season. Now you're playing without your point guard. Uh, Jet Howard, uh, I think he's going to go. He looked pretty good in warm-ups the other day, but Jawan Howard held him out uh, in that last game uh, against Wisconsin. So I think that could help the Michigan offense go in there and maybe make some shots. But, um, you know, I-, I think this is a game Michigan can win and probably their best chance of winning and in- punching that NCAA tournament ticket because uh, I think it'll be even tougher at Assembly Hall on Sunday. So I expect a close one. Uh, you know, and I think... Uh, you know, it depends on the, the shots Michigan hits, and then Illinois, a team that either makes all their threes or doesn't make any, uh, and they shoot a lot of them, that could determine the game as well.
0: I like Michigan on the DraftKings Sportsbook Big Board. They're getting five points tonight uh, with how well they've been playing, and you mentioned the injury on the other side of the floor. I like Michigan tonight.
1: Yeah, it's fair. I actually picked Illinois in a, in a close game. Um, you know, just kind of felt like that was that's what's going to happen. But I wouldn't be surprised at all, you know, if Michigan came out. I mean, if they get the type of effort they did last week, uh, Thursday at Rutgers on the road, and, you know, they were even a bigger underdog in that game. I think it was five-and-a-half or six points. Now, this one's three or three-and-a-half. Uh, you know, just the way they defended, the way, you know, how dialed in they were. It was a low possession, low scoring, slow pace game. But Michigan grinded it out, and I thought that was a huge step for that team. So that they showed that on the road last week shows me that you know there's going to be a good chance they can go into this hostile environment, which will be just as tough, uh, if not tougher, with those Illinois students right on top of you. Uh, and you know there's not there's a little bit of bad blood there in this this uh, not rivalry, but series with Illinois. You know, being mad that they didn't get you know a share of the Big Ten title two years ago when Michigan won it outright because of you know different numbers of games because Michigan had some postponements. So you're going to have that, but um, you know, I think Illinois is probably going to win a close one, but I, again, I do think it's going to be close, and it could go either way because of just how up and down Illinois has been and because Michigan's playing better basketball. I was talking to Brad Sturdy, who covers the team down there in Champaign, for a preview on our site, and he said he thinks Michigan's playing better uh, at this point, and he doesn't really trust this Illinois team. So, you know, it lends a little bit of credence to believe that Michigan could get this done, and then you're kind of playing for, uh, you know, to get maybe out of Dayton on Sunday in Illinois, or in Indiana instead of, you know, still trying to get that win that you need to get in the tournament.
0: Clayton Safey from the Wolverine, TheWolverine.com joining us on the Meyer guest line. So, uh, Clayton, let's move on from Michigan, Illinois, talk about your combine notes. I did talk with Anthony Broom last hour, Mozzie Smith, Now we'll delay his workout until Michigan's Pro Day on March 17th. Uh, What are you taking from the combine when it comes to the Michigan players?
1: Yeah, Monty Smith was a guy I was really excited to see. Uh, Number one freak in college football, according to The Athletic, last year. And apparently was able to bench 325, 22 times, let alone uh, 225. So I was excited to see that. But it sounds like hamstring injury. So he'll be held out the rest of the way. Mike Morris here coming up in the next hour or two will start doing some uh, on-field work, I believe, with the 40-yard dash, unless he's a, a late opt-out as well. But I think he's a guy that could boost his stock. Uh, if you remember, you know, kind of mid-season last year, he was considered a top-30 player, a first-round draft pick by Mel Kuyper and some other guys, and then he got injured and, and you know, didn't quite have the impact when he came back and wasn't playing at 100%. And you've seen his stock fall a little bit, but he, he uh, trimmed all the way down to 275 Uh, Crazy enough, he was playing at 292 last year from the edge spot, so I'm excited to see him tonight uh, and what he can do in some of these on-field drills. I also think DJ Turner is a guy at the cornerback spot who can impress this week with his speed. Um, And Michigan's got nine guys here, so a lot of them could, and two of them are specialists, but a lot of these guys could really improve their stock. Uh, And I think Mozzie Smith, I'll be waiting for that pro day to see what comes of it, what kind of buzz comes of it, because I do think he, he probably will be Michigan's Highest drafted guy, uh, in you know, come late April.
0: Michigan undefeated national champions this year, followed by the Lions winning the Super Bowl. Hey, I'm all for it. (laughs) It's gonna happen, Clayton. I had a, I have a vision.
1: Dan Campbell on, they just had Dan Campbell on NFL Network, and uh, he was rocking his Tigers hat, and I was like, let's let's go. He was getting
0: me yeah. all fired up for the Yeah, yeah, right, right. yeah, we're going to talk to Shep next from Valley Sports Detroit down in spring training. Sure, rock that Tigers hat. That's nice if you want to finish dead last. <laughs> He's all for the city, man. Come on. I get Detroit versus everybody. I understand the city. I do. And the Lions yeah. are the team of hope, Clayton. They are. When you look at the wings, trading Bertuzzi. Hironic, they're, they're not going to be there for a couple of years. The Pistons, God knows, a couple of years. I mean, you you go down uh, the Tigers, where, where are you going? Uh, it's the Lions right now, baby. Jump on that train because they're going to two Super Bowls in the next five years. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, we got asked. No, you didn't. You snickered there. That wasn't like, yeah, Bill, I'm with you. That was a snicker. No, I'm with you. This is, Listen to what I'm about
1: to say. We got asked today on our chat. Over on our site, uh, who's what? Detroit sports team will advance in the playoffs uh, next. Well, are they That's stealing
0: the, the huge Lions show. Day. Hold on, they stealing our Bud Light huge question of the day from two days ago.
1: Dang. Well, yeah, I'm sorry about that. But I went with you. I'm with you. It's the Detroit Lions,
0: baby. Come on, Detroit Lions, man. Mm. <laughs> I want to get my hand on or hands on four club seats. Uh, be there because two Super Bowls, one Super Bowl win next year, then they'll get back to another Super Bowl. So when it happens, hey, just remember you heard it on the HUGE show. Clayton Safe, he follows everything Michigan. You want to lock in on Michigan, Illinois tonight with the second-place Wolverines who still have a mathematical chance of sharing the Big Ten regular season championship with the mighty Boilermakers of Purdue? Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Uh, Clay, That's you right. just woke up from a nap. You did. You probably were binge watching TV last night, or out at a keg or old school tank style. All right, we I've been love working all day. Come you, on, yeah, I've been working all. Where's Ballas at? Is he? Where, is he going to the game tonight? No, he's not. He's not. You're not going. No. No. no you got. Not. You know. Well, nowadays, I'll tell you. People ask me, "Hey, you go to all the games?" I'm like, I pick and choose, but with a DVR. And multiple games and how you can scan through it, you can get a lot. You can get a lot off the DVR. You
1: can. For sure. And we're saving that travel budget for uh, the Big Ten tournament. It's going to be chaos next week in Chicago, so I'm excited for that too.
0: Okay, 12 teams can win it. You look at Ohio State beating number 21 Maryland last night, Penn State beating Northwestern. Tell me outside, of, I, I don't buy in on Nebraska or Minnesota. The other 12 teams all could win the Big Ten Men's Tournament.
1: I agree. Minnesota, no way. But even Nebraska, they could make a run at least.
0: No. Um, they, were, they, they were playing well. And I mean, so you half, you, look what State did to them at home second half. Yeah. They're no, pretenders, no not contenders. I love you, Clayton, man. You have a good night, good weekend. Stay out of trouble, okay? You're still young.
1: <laughs> I'll try. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, Clayton Safey from TheWolverine.com. He doesn't know when I'm serious. He has no clue. Great website if you're a Michigan fan. Everything University of Michigan Athletics. Uh, TheWolverine.com Next segment, Matt Shepard, TV voice of your Detroit Tigers for Ballet Sports Detroit. He'll join us. Talk about the Tigers, their roster, how it will shape up spring training, off-season, short and long-term future. For the Tigers, Shep from spring training next Jeff Risden from the NFL Combine down in Indy within the hour. He is an NFL columnist for the Lions and the league for LionsWire.com and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube. So Rizzy and the Hizzy within 60. And then Bill Hobson, one of our PGA and LPGA tour insiders, will talk golf and Some of the proposed rule changes and taking away the cut at some tournaments and limiting the field. Come on. Let people dream. We'll talk to Hobby. That will be in just about an hour. You want to join in? We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Who's the Michigan State basketball men's MVP this year? And the same thing for Juwan Howard and the Wolverines. They can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line 1 866 838 4843.
2: That's 1 866 838 HUGE. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7 30 p.m., live on stage at the Voss Performance Hall. Back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, The Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. March 13th at the Voss Performance Hall. For tool info, check out thewinerydogs.com.
0: More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hook to Win every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. And on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hook to Win giveaway only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete and details. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to our free online stream weekdays at 3 and also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show and you can listen anywhere in America where you have mobile service. Superfly Hayes tells me that Matt Shepard, TV voice of your Tigers on Valley Sports Detroit, is standing by. I want to get his thoughts on spring training, Tigers possible Roster going north, short, long-term future, and these rule changes, which uh, the, I love speeding it up, Shep. But, man, I, I think this is moving a little bit too quick. You know what I wish they would do? Is that have have the speed it up, but after the sixth inning, it stops. <laughs>
2: uh, hi, Billy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think you can play two different games within the same game. Um I, I, I wouldn't necessarily go that far. I, and the only, look, I, I like the new rules uh, to a certain extent. I didn't think I'd like them to start. Uh, I remember a couple years ago, or was it last year, we did seven inning double headers. I didn't think I'd like that either. And then uh, the more uh, the Tigers played them, the more I, I got used to it and liked it. Um, the only rule that I, I wonder just a little bit about and wonder if it will be tweaked just at all is the two disengagement rule for pitchers Uh, that seems to give, uh, you know, base runners and hitters a a, a much deeper uh, advantage than I think many people uh, perhaps originally would have thought. Um, But look, I mean, a lot of people say it's very refreshing. Um, I've talked to a lot of guys who called games already. Uh, I think the challenge, you know, for a a lot of radio and TV play by play guys is kind of getting those stories in. Um, But you know what, if this is what fans want, and uh, you, you save them some time, then uh, I think it's worth a shot, you
0: know? Yeah, I do wonder, because there's that split side between, I know you do uh, baseball and TV for Ballet Sports Detroit as a TV voice of the Tigers, but I, I don't like the speed it up, uh, let's get out of here as quickly as we can when I'm in attendance at a game, unless it's like 20 degrees.
2: Well, I think you're, you're more of a purist. Um, and I, I can't say that I, I, I necessarily disagree with that because I kind of am as well. Um, but uh, the bottom line is that people like us have to adapt. Uh, we've adapted to, you know, reading our newspaper online, for example. Uh, I think this is something that you and I can can adapt to. I think the other thing that, that we forget just a little bit about is the the adaptation of the of the new scheduling. You know, you're going to have 52 games against the division, 13 against each team, and it used to be 76. Uh, you've got 64 games against the rest of the league. You've got 46 interleague games when it used to be 20. Um, so, I, I, you know, th- that's, that's a big positive as well, I think, Bill. But, I mean, look, the, the bottom line is that there were all kinds of issues in where fans wanted to see some type of action in a game. And they're just... There just wasn't enough action, uh, according to their research. That you've you've gotta find a way to to create a little bit more action and, and the you know, the games are gonna go way down. Last year's average game I think was three hours and seven minutes. When you look at the, the minor league game, it's it's a little bit more than two and a half hours and so far I find that's that's been proven out uh, in spring training so far where the games have gone quickly.
0: Also, what's pretty cool with the new size of the bases, they flip up and they're actually warmers where you can eat some pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's that's a little... That's a little unique.
0: Oh my uh, God. I you're rounding. How do you not slide right off the bag, especially if you're wearing some cleats? <laughs> uh, you know, you're not on a turf field with turf shoes. I mean, you turn that corner. I know they did it to avoid injuries, believe it or not, but I'm thinking you could slide right off that thing in a heartbeat.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. They, in, in case people don't know, they've gone from 15 inches square to, to 18 inches square. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, you're going to, I mean, players are going to have to rush throws. Uh, over to first base because the base is a little bit closer. So the runner out of the box. So uh, look, people wanted action. They wanted to see uh, the ball in play more. Uh, they wanted to see stolen bases. Uh, this is all part of it.
0: Matt Shepard, TV voice of your Detroit Tigers for Bally Sports Detroit, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Hughes Show across Michigan. And I've had a chance to talk to Scott Harris a couple of times. I like him, but the reality is when you're kind of caught, with only having your farm system, you're not a big free agent attraction yet until you get close to winning again. You're Harris. You're going to play as many young bats and young arms, as he said, during uh, the offseason, Shep, from a year ago when maybe expectations were too high for this team. What, what is the short- and long-term forecast right now for the Tigers?
2: Well, Jim Leland uh, has been quoted as saying he he thinks the the farm system's got better players than I think a lot of outside resources have been telling fans. He's higher on Parker Meadows and Cole Keith, for example, than I think a lot of other people are. Um, Scott Harris feels like, you know, you got to stabilize the pitching and the defense. Um, He feels like, you know, they're creating their own philosophy, not based on other teams that you know, they're going to anchor the core values, adhere to it, make some long-term success. And you, you can't get where, where you want to go unless you have, a, you know, a collaborative culture. So that means everybody's on board and they want young controllable players who embody the offensive identity. And, and that's what they can get, you know. So you got 15 players who were on the 40-man to end 2022 that were let go. So you have um, a lot of young and up-and-coming players that you hope will We'll be able to, to learn on the fly. Look, Billy, how many times have you heard your fan base of the Tigers say, I want to see the young kids play? Um, we've heard it before doing Red Wing segments and Piston segments. And then once you get those young players, you know, how patient can you be with them? Well, you're going to see the young kids play. Uh, Andre Lipsch had another home run today. He is had a really nice spring training. I'm not saying he's going to make this team. I'm not saying he's going to be the starting third baseman, but, you know, he's a former high draft pick out of Tennessee, and he's a guy who can play second and third and a little bit of short, too. They've played him in the outfield a little bit. Uh, you know, you're, you, you need Spencer Torkelson. You need Riley Green. Uh, Nick Mayton is still a young player that they just acquired in the trade for Gregory Soto, and Matt Dierling, too, in the mid-20s to a certain extent. So, I mean, th- those are the guys that uh, you're hoping you can win with. You just got to win differently. Who says that you know you got to spend money to win all the time. I, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Tampa's done it quite well without spending a lot of money. But I, I get why so many people want big name free agents because you know it creates the headlines and 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 p- people feel like it's a proven product and uh, and you're going to more you're going to have a better chance of winning with it.
0: And when you win usually if if you don't have to spend a lot of money it's because you have a bullpen and a rotation. So looking at the Tigers' potential starters, looking at that revised and reshuffled bullpen in Detroit, Shep, how do you think that shakes out by the time they leave Lakeland?
2: That's yeah, a good question. I think uh, that and the third base spot and the extra outfielder spot are the biggest you know, question marks that you have, perhaps the backup catcher spot. Um, but I, I think you're going to see a lot of players play for Detroit this year. Um, how many, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'll give you an example. We were just talking about Tampa. Tampa's made the playoffs four straight years. They've used 61 players huge in those last two years. It's a lot of guys. Um, so can the Tigers, I, I think the key for the Tigers is, you know, they, they can't go through another season where they use 17 starting pitchers. So, the question is, you know, who are the guys outside of, you know, Alex Lang and Jason Foley and Jose Cisnero and Tyler Alexander who are, are you know, are, are going to be in that, in those relief roles? You've got a lot of guys from which to choose. Uh, some of them young um, and like Angler, and some of them have been around like Whistler. So, I think a lot of it depends on what A.J. Hinch wants to use for different looks, different arm slots. And thrown from the different side of the of the rubber, uh, depending on the team that he's about to play.
0: Matt Shepard, TV voice of the Tigers, Valley Sports Detroit, uh, joining us. So, is this a year? You're Scott Harris. You're the new president. You look and see what young arms and bats are ready uh, this season, and then you go attack free agency next year in hopes of uh, attracting holes that need to be or players that need to fill holes. Uh, for you, so uh, again, is is this a one year, two year thing before they're competitive again in the AL Central, or longer? Well, who who do you and I
2: think are the best teams in the AL Central? Socks, Cle-
0: right? It's Cleveland.
2: Okay, okay, yeah. With I, talent on paper, yes, but they haven't proven it, have they? I mean, you know, when you've got Luis Robert. And Eloy Jimenez unable to stay healthy and Tim Anderson unable to stay healthy and Yasmani Grandal had a terrible year last year. Yohan Moncada had a brutal season a year ago um, their pitching is rock solid but I, I agree with you. I mean that's, that was my pick to win the division a year ago but look at how disappointing they were huge uh, Cleveland was the youngest team in baseball a year ago uh, I don't think anybody thought Andre Jimenez was going to be as good as he was, and yet he was an all-star and a gold-glove second baseman. Stephen Kwan in the running for rookie of the year. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Miles Straw didn't hit the, hit the ball very well, but he was a damn good center fielder, and they got away with it with a guy like Austin Hedges who couldn't even come close to hitting 200 behind the dish. So they did it with pitching, they did it with defense, and they did it with guys getting on base. So who's to say, I I, I don't know, Huge, I just don't. I mean, I I haven't seen any teams yet. I don't know what this Tigers roster looks like just yet. So I hesitate to wonder if it's a one or a two-year flip or or how good this team can be. You and I, you've been doing your show for for two decades, over two decades. Three, plus two. Okay, how how many times have you noticed something surprised you? where a team made the Final Four, where a team made the Super Bowl. Hi, New York Giants and Eli Manning. How how many times has a team reached the the Stanley Cup playoffs? And you're like, what? How how did that happen? You know, I just, I I gave up trying to predict a long, long time ago. I like to think I know what I see. um, But until I start to see it in the regular season, I just don't know yet. And I don't think anybody does.
0: So, if you were setting the over/under win total for the Tigers in 2023 on the Eagle Sports and Casino mobile app, what would you put it at?
2: Oh, uh, well, let's put it this way: um, we know that well, they're 20 to one to win the AL Central, 55 to one to win the AL. In general, they won 66 games a year ago. They won 77 two years ago. So they were a minus 11 last year. Could they be another m- plus 11 this year with a more athletic roster and what you hope will be a healthier roster? Do you and I think that Jonathan Scope is going to have the same year that he had as as he did in, in 2022? If he does, I, I doubt he'll play much for, for A.J. Hinch this season. You just... You can't have guys who have that type of on-base percentage and, and low on-base percentage, and uh, I and mean, that was a career low, uh, 239, and a career low uh, 202 batting average. Uh, I think Javi Baez is going to have a, a bounce-back season. Uh, I would say that I think this team will be closer to 2021 than they were 2022. How's that?
0: Yeah, and that's why I just was going there, chef because I said if this team could be closer to 2021 and Austin Meadows stays healthy and you right. get Riley Green to go next level and Torkelson uh, can just focus on hitting the ball and not overthinking and Haas comes back to ripping it like he did two years ago, this could be that team that overachieves by 10, 15, 18 wins. I
2: agree 100%. Um, there's a lot of ifs with teams that don't have much margin for error. You know, this is not the the Mets, it's not the Phillies, it's not the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Padres. They've got plenty of room for error, and they could lose a guy or two. The Tigers need a lot of things to go well. Uh, There's there's no question about it. But there's a lot of teams. Cleveland needed a lot of things to go well a year ago. Minnesota uh, is is a better team, I think, this year. But they need Joey Gallo to perform, don't they? Absolutely. So I would say this. I think when with you you just talked about Austin Meadows. You got Austin Meadows in left, you got Riley Green in center, you got Matt Beerling in right for the most part. I uh, you know and then you, you you've got the, the competition for the fourth outfielder. If you've got uh, Nick Maton against righties, and he crushes righties uh fastballs uh at third base and Javier Baez at shortstop, Jonathan Scope at second, Spencer Torkelson at first, Eric Haas behind the dish and you're starting pitching Let's say you have no more than 12 different starters. You should feel pretty damn good. And I think you will. And that's what you need. I mean, I, I know that they love the versatility huge. Um, I would love to see guys on a regular basis play the same positions, um, but that's not the way this team is built. And I think it's going to help push people and create better matchups for A.J. Hinch this year than last year. And I think with some of the new rule changes, like you mentioned, I think it's really going to help Detroit. They need to steal some bags, right? I mean, that's that's part of the game today. You have to be able to swipe some bags. And you've got to be able to hit homers. So let me just give you some, some quick numbers. They had 47 stolen bases a year ago. Only Minnesota and Colorado had fewer. They had 110 home runs. That's the fewest in a single season by an American League team since Kansas City in 2014. And they had the fewest multi-homer games in all of baseball. Even Washington had more. If those numbers, and I think the stolen bases will increase because you've got Veerling and Maytown with better speed and so on and so forth. And, and the home runs, have, especially with the Tigers bringing the fences in at Comerica Park, the home runs have to be better than 110. They can't have that few home runs. I think it's going to create a, a, a lot more Ability for Detroit to compete.
0: You know, I look at speaking of home runs. I think Carpenter was over thirty between the bigs and the minors. You look at Meadows, who can hit the long ball. You think about Riley Green. uh, You you know, Baez. You hope gets used to the American League pitching. Scope has some pop. Torkelson can hit the long ball. Haas. I mean, it's sitting there. The only problem is now off the doubt of last year. Shep is that you hope these guys, like we said, return to form or the hope in the pace they were on two years ago, and the starting rotation. I mean, that, that needs to solidify, and the same thing with arms out of the bullpen. And I think Harris knew that, and he has so much young uh, uh, talent when it comes to arms and bats that he's going to see it through this year, and I think his big moves and the way he shapes his team really happens off season between 23 and 24.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Austin Meadows um, because... You know, I had mentioned Scope and Baez, but Meadows might be the key guy. He might be the most important guy. Because two years ago, as I'm sure you've you've talked about, he 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 had 27 homers. He he had 106 RBIs. He was a four-war player, and he was hitting cleanup like 54 times for Tampa. And that team went to the playoffs. I mean, he played in 142 games. He's got to play – Last year, obviously, just thirty-six because of the issues that that he had, and and you know, bully for him for for coming out and talking about it. It takes a you know a lot of bravado to be able to do that, and and we hope he's better uh, and had to have the first hit for Detroit today. But um, it, that's a that's a key component. Um, I think the rotation is going to be okay, to be honest with it. Even if a guy, and it's bound to happen, a starter goes down. Huge. You have guys like Alex Fierro and Joey Wentz and Garrett Hill and. Bo Brisky, all who have made major league starts, and I think feel much more comfortable and at ease in this camp than they have been in the past.
0: And hopefully, Eduardo Rodriguez doesn't pitch via Zoom, and he's actually <laughs> at the ballpark, uh, home and away. We'll see. They do have some young talent. It's going to be a fun team to watch. I don't have expectations for them, but I'm really curious to see uh, where you know Green, well, where he goes, great. where Torkelson goes, interesting. and.
2: You you don't have expectations, but we both said that we believe it's closer to 2021 than 2022. So I would ask you, you don't have high expectations. What are your expectations and what, what would they have to do to surpass them?
0: I think think it's Torkelson and green to play. Like uh, we were thinking they're going to be the second coming of, uh, you know, Gibby and uh, you know, the greatest in major league baseball, Griffey jr. A year ago. And, I just think that, I, I again, talk to me like, you know, the first checkpoint, Charlie, which is Memorial Day weekend for me. Give me 50, yeah. 60 games, and let's see where Torkelson is at, uh, where Baez is at, you know, with the big swing, uh, what the new dimensions do uh, at home, what the – uh, pizza pizza bags do uh, for the guys rounding the bases. Shep, I got to get to a network timeout, man. I I, I love this conversation. I can feel baseball we'll do it again. coming. All right, we'll buddy. Well, stay safe. Okay. My best you and your family, all right? All right, you too, bud. Yep. Thanks. All right, Matt yes. Shepard. He's a good man. TV voice, Valley Sports Detroit of your Detroit Tigers. Now, I will say, they're going to be a fun team to watch because they have all the young guys. Could they surprise? I guess if... Torque and Green, remember a year ago, we're thinking Torque and Green are going to be All-Stars for the next 10 years. And Meadows was important. They were playing well when he was in the lineup early in 2022. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at mercbank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. TV. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7. Everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan, log on to MHSAA.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman
2: Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app eagle casino and sports sign up now and get up to $1,500 that's right we'll match your first two deposits
0: for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins eagle casino and sports made in michigan made for michigan must be 21 or older in michigan to play Are you ready for a fun and exciting challenge? Well, you can join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the second annual Be Brave Puzzle event on March 11th. Gather your team of four and compete to be named the Puzzle Master. Teams will have two hours to complete a 500-piece puzzle, so bring your problem-solving skills to the table. This exciting event raises funds for breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. Learn more at VAI.org. You're listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan Thursday broadcast, presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion, any interview, any hour, or full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Also, our free live on stream uh, happens weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net. And also, search The Huge Show on the iHeart app and listen anywhere in America. (laughs) That's huge